For the first time in a very long time, what is going on out there, everybody? Welcome to the latest installment of the Man Cave Huddle, and I am your host, Greg. Whew, it felt good saying that. For those of you that care, yo, what happened, where you been at, and I'm sure some of you are like, we don't care, but I'm going to tell you anyway. My last laptop, it got damaged, and then I had went back to work. With all the new protocols in this new world that we're living in right now, I just got off base. I know the last time we spoke was right before the, I would say the semifinals of the NBA playoffs. Um, just real quick, everybody just be safe out there. Follow them protocols. We all got to do what we got to do just to make sure that we can be safe. If not for yourself, for your loved ones, for those of you that have compromised immune systems and the older elders in our family that may not have the immune system to take this virus if they were to contract it. Let's just all be safe, do what we got to do and just get past this point in history. Now, uh, back to sports. Like I said, I'm not going to sit here and, and recap everything that happened in sports, but what a win by the Lakers over the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. I'm sure the most challenging part of that is just literally being in that bubble for all that time and being secluded from your loved ones and your family. I know that the Dodgers won the Baseball World Series. It was uh, it was the monster along with the NBA to just get the season underway for baseball and to crown a champion. And I personally didn't think that they were going to get a full college football season, but they did. And um, some teams couldn't play full schedules. Other teams did. Um, some teams played five games and got into the national championship game like Ohio State. And they played the almighty Bama. And Bama did what Bama does. They just, you know, keep it nice and tight in the first quarter. And then they just give you a two-piece in the second quarter. They up it up to a four-piece in the third. And then for this fourth quarter, they just giving you a family meal. And um, that's about it as Bama rolled on to another national title. And with the NBA season that's transpiring as we speak, my biggest question is, are they going to be able to get this full season in? It just feels like every other day they're postponing games. Uh, due to COVID protocol, they are, I don't know how they're going to make these games up. And then they're talking about trying to have an all-star game where before they weren't going to have an all-star game played. They were just going to name the roster. So to sit there and say, you're going to have an all-star game. I don't know. Cause you just don't want it to be a super spreader event. And then you have to shut down the league because so many players on so many different teams contracted the virus and due to tracing it's a ground league you know so but we'll see i know that the nba they're very progressive they're very forward thinking and they're not going to take a chance that's going to a upset the money because what i've noticed is is that when you look at the numbers when you look at how bad the virus is as opposed to when we shut down as a country we're right back where we were but the only reason why things aren't shut down or we still have sports is because of one thing the money I mean, after a while, at first it was like everybody was scared. What are we going to do? We don't understand what's going on. And we're going to take this hit on the money. But now it's like, look, that little hit was cute, but we need to start making some money for real. So, um, yeah, that's where we at. And I think, you know, the NBA, they're going probably, if it's in their best interest and it's safe enough to get an all-star game in, they will get it in. Now, what's on deck right now? is um, the, NBA, the NFL playoffs. 
NFL playoffs have been very, very good. And this matchup that we have in the Super Bowl between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I should not say Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Kansas City Chiefs, we could get into that as the game gets closer. But for the Chiefs to have defeated the Bills the way that they did, I just feel that for the Bills, the brighter the, 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 the stage that you get on, sometimes you're just not ready. And I felt that the Bills, they had the, the, they had the moxie, the swagger, they had the, the everything. I just feel that when they got onto that st- stage, the light was just a little bit too bright and they weren't able to get it done. Not that they're not a good team. They're young and they're grown. Josh Allen's go, not going anywhere. Neither is, is, is Mr. Diggs, Stephon Diggs. So, I mean, they're going to be back. It's just a learning experience. Sometimes you got to, you know, get a stomped out real good to know what you need to do to come back and be back the following year. Um, when you look at, you know, the, the Green Bay Packers hosting in, the, the, in Lambeau Field, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We all talk about greatness and great players and all these stats and all this and that. Anybody that knows me knows one thing. I'll put winning above everything. I don't need great players. In the words of Mike Singletary, I want winners. Because winners know how to win. Period. And in that game... There, we everybody's talking about the fourth down call that the Packers chose to go for a field goal with a little bit over two minutes to go, and they should have gone for the touchdown and all the scenarios that could have played out, and that's absolutely right. But what we're not talking about is how in the second half, Tom Brady threw three interceptions, and the and the Green Bay Packers cashed in one time. Let me ask you a question. If Tom Brady is losing in the game and the opposing quarterback turns the ball over three times, is Tom Brady losing that game? I'm just saying. We could talk about how great Aaron Rodgers is, and he's great. Hall of Famer, one of the best quarterbacks the Packers have ever had, 4,000-some-odd yards, 48 touchdowns, only six interceptions. He is a phenomenal quarterback. But you know what? He's lost four straight NFC title games. He's seven and eight in the playoffs. And he has one Super Bowl ring. I want a guy that I know I have a live shot at winning. And I don't know how Tom Brady does it because it's all from the head up. Because he's not sitting there running read option and running around and, and, and getting first downs like that. He's reading what you're doing. Whatever defense you win, he's probably seen it and scored a touchdown against it 10 times. So it's all about execution and delivering the ball on time for him. And, I mean, he you could see the age. He's not Tom Brady of New England. But you can see the age. But you can also see that hunger, the desire, and the passion to want to win. And that's what you like to see. You know, there's a weird thing that's going on right now where there's a LeBron effect in the NBA where LeBron has cultivated a culture of players, and it's not a bad thing, of players taking their careers into their own hands, signing shorter deals 
to allow themselves to be more flexible, to move around and align themselves with other players so that they can be on a team which really gives them a shot at winning the championship. Let's look at the Brooklyn Nets. You have Kevin Durant, you have Kyrie Irving, and now you have the beard. So, I mean, that type of movement and, and, and the ability to create super teams, I mean, LeBron didn't create it, but I think what LeBron did, he cultivated a culture where he said, this is the blueprint on how to do it. And with all the championship appearances that LeBron has, you can't say that it hasn't worked out for him. And I believe that we're going to see something similar to that in the NFL. And I'm going to call it the Brady effect. Was he influenced by LeBron? Probably. But when you see, this isn't the first time in the NFL where great players have gone on to other teams to try and win a Super Bowl. Not every time is it a quarterback. The last great quarterback in his, that could still play and went to another team and won the Super Bowl was, was the great Peyton Manning. It was Joe Montana. There, it has happened before, but... When what I mean by what I say with the, the the Brady effect, he went to a team that had, I hate to say, it, they went they made one Super Bowl appearance and they won, but it was a losing culture. He went there, the coach humbled his ego and said, "Tom, what would you like to do? What would you like to run? How would you like the offense to be played?" And upon humbling himself, he gave Tom Brady the keys to the car, and he took that Honda to. The, the, the class of a Maybach. And that's kudos to the coach realizing that I have a great player that's been through it all and seen it all and has climbed mountains that I haven't been to. Maybe I should fall back and let him do his damn thing. And now they're in the big dance. But what I say with the Brady effect, this is what, specifically what I mean. What I mean is that when you look at this upcoming offseason, I don't care what happens in the NBA. We're going to be talking about the NFL because it is going to be lit. When you're talking about all the top free agent quarterbacks that are available and quarterbacks that have suggested and made it known they want to be traded along with teams that need quarterbacks, this is going to be a very lit offseason. Now, let's just talk about some of the top free agent quarterbacks that are available, just straight up free agents that you could get. Dak Prescott. Jacoby Brissett. You can sit there and say Jacoby Brissett isn't great, but he's a solid starter. Put in the right system. He can maybe even put in some work for you. Mitchell Trubisky. I know he's not great, but he is effective. And when he got his chance again with Chicago, he led them to the playoffs. Andy Dalton. Look, I know who Andy Dalton was in Cincinnati, but with Dallas, he was putting up some okay numbers. I mean, you figure if you surround him with some talent in a winning situation, could he play better? Cam Newton's available. Now, the thing is with Cam, Cam Newton's a name, he's available. My concern is, what is the level of play? Did he play bad because he had a year off? He needed to get his body into shape? And was the offense or the system maybe not to his liking? Or they were asking him to do things that really wasn't set for his skill set? I don't know. I just know he's available. Jameis Winston. You can sit there and say, Jameis Winston threw 30 picks in one season, and in that same damn season, he threw 30 touchdowns. The talent's there. All you got to do is just find a coach that can figure out how to minimize the mistakes, but the talent's there. Now, via trade, these are some quarterbacks that have made it known 
if you want me, come and get me. Because I already told the organization, I want out. Matthew Stafford. He has a he 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 he's the type of player where he's just hard nosed and gritty. Deshaun Watson, I mean, he's posted stuff on social media letting you know how bad he want to go. I mean, he's a new wave, new generation quarterback. Could run, could throw, athletic, can run a lot of this spread movement type offense. He's probably the, the jewel. Out of, well, I don't want to say the jewel. But he's probably one of the players that really is, is is being desired by a lot of franchises. Matt Ryan, if you are set up and all ready to go and you have a good offensive line, Matt Ryan can still grip it and rip it. He's just not mobile, so you best have that offensive line and run game to support his deficiencies. And after this loss, you know, I looked at what Aaron Rodgers said, and he said something along the lines of after this loss, a lot of guys' futures with the team – are up in the air, including mine. Now, they did draft a quarterback in the first round, and when you draft a quarterback in the first round, eventually that guy's going to start. So I don't know if that was a message saying, come and get me, I want to be traded. Or was it saying, look, if the the, the Packers do what they got to do, I'm, I, I, I'm ready and I'm prepared for that. But if Aaron Rodgers is available, he's really the jewel of, of the via trade quarterbacks that are available than Deshaun Washington, Deshaun Watson. But in terms of free agent quarterbacks, the best one here to me is Dak Prescott. Because prior to his injury, he was he was playing himself into a mega deal. Unfortunately, he got hurt. But in football, these things happen. Now, I'm just going to give you a list of some teams that I think that are in need of a quarterback. Um that some of the quarterbacks that I just named, they might be able to fit with some of these situations. I know that the Miami Dolphins drafted two a couple of years ago, but, you know, there are rumors out there saying that if they could get a quarterback and move up, they might want to move him and draft one of these, you know, Justin Fields, the, uh, this dude, Ty, uh, Lance from North Dakota. You got um, Zach Wilson from BYU. And, of course, the creme de la creme. I don't think anybody's going to – I don't think Jacksonville's going to let him slide past number one in Trevor Lawrence. But Miami, what if they want to sit there and say, look, we have a good offensive line. We have this. We have that. What if they go to Matt Ryan or Matthew Stafford or even a Dak Prescott and offer him them some major money? Or what if they feel that we can reclamate Jameis Winston's career, the New York Jets? Deshaun Watson has come out and said that he wants to be a Jet. We'll see. Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Ben can't play forever, and next year is his last year of his deal. Why not get somebody in the offseason, maybe one of these young cats, and sit there and say, look, this will be your offense, sit for a year, and then we're going to let you do your thing. Houston Texans, I mean, that's just a, I don't know what's going on with that franchise, but out of all the people that you really want to piss off, I don't think Deshaun Watson is one of them. He said he's not coming back. He don't even care if they get Eric Bieniemy as a head coach. It's unfortunate for the Houston Texans. Now, with the Indianapolis Colts, and Philip Rivers retiring, that is a, probably a prime destination where they have a roster that has a playoff defense, a good running back, you have weapons on the outside in terms of receivers, and a solid offensive line. Now, that is a location where players like a Aaron Rodgers, a Matt Ryan, a Stafford, maybe, I'm not saying it will happen, but, you know, the, the quarterback guru over there, maybe a Jameis Winston. Maybe a Andy Dalton. Who knows? The Dallas Cowboys. Are they going to really let Dak Prescott walk out the door? 
and then try and start all over again with another quarterback? I don't know. But as of right now, it looks like Dak Prescott is willing to test the market, put his feet in the water. Washington Redskins, similar to the Indianapolis Colts, a play a young, Chase Young defense, weapons on the outside, good offensive line, running backs. All they need is a quarterback. Another destination for a good veteran quarterback that knows what he's doing. Chicago Bears. I mean, you know, you got Nick Foles. He's the type of quarterback where, like, he's one of those, like, one of like a three-point shoot in the NBA. He could get hot and go eight for nine from three and, like, win you the game. Or he could go, like, one for 18 from three and shoot you out of a game. Nick Foles, you don't want to sit there and say he can't play because he done won the Super Bowl, but I'm not seeing it. And I'm thinking the Bears are ready to move on and get themselves a quarterback that specifically wants and fits what the offensive coach wants to do from a tactical perspective offensively. The Detroit Lions, you know, they might want to look at maybe, if not via free agency, they're another team that they're high up in the draft, and they might want to wait and see if one of these quarterbacks fall to them in the draft and start all over and build like that. And the Atlanta Falcons, you never know. They might be in the same boat, you know, because some of these teams now, you're sitting there saying, is it going to be like the NBA where once you have a quarterback and a solid roster, it could really transform who you are and where you can go? I agree with that. The only thing is, it's not like the NBA where one player can make a difference a la like a LeBron James. I think the big difference at football is is when you're playing in the NBA, LeBron James is touching the ball like every offensive possession at least at one point. And when there are big plays or momentum shifts, LeBron James is going to be in the middle of it. When you're playing in football, the quarterback, although he touches the ball, Every offensive snap, he's only playing half the game. He's not playing defense either. So you want to make sure that if you have a quarterback like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they acquired Tom Brady. Why? Because they felt like they had a studly defense, which they do, and they had a couple receiving options with Goodwin and Mike Evans, and they acquired the services of Gronkowski just to make Tom Brady happy. And they felt like, you know what? If you're going to be on the field half the time, we're going to have a defense that puts you in a position where that half that you're on the field, you're going to be able to kill it. That might be the formula right there. I mean, it should be interesting to see how that permeates and how that actually flows through next season and in the offseason. But I'll tell you this much. If Tom Brady actually winds up winning the Super Bowl, watch. You're going to see a whole bunch of teams willing to give it all up just to sit there and say, look, we're going to win the Super Bowl this year. All chips to the center of the table. Man, felt good talking to you guys, man. It's been a while. You know, I kind of started missing it. Why didn't I sit there and, and, and have some fun and start talking? Just been busy. But sometimes you got to get back to the stuff that makes you feel good. Feel a little bit relaxed. It's hard to feel relaxed now with everything that's going on, but you just got to find little things here and there that just put you in that calm state of mind, centers your 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 your, your mind, your soul, and your spirit. But like I do with every episode, guys, I want to leave you with something that's very positive and put you in the my, the right frame of mind. And what I want to say is, winners in life don't always win; they just don't give up, and that's so true. Because how many times? Have you seen athletes sit there and say, if you if I lose, 
You're going to have to beat me because I'm not going to sit there and quit. Winners in life don't always win. They just don't give up. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.